everyone. Welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Levon. I hope you are doing fantastically well. And today's topic is one that I keep getting requests for and is something that I definitely need to sit down and talk to myself about from time to time. So I thought it would be the perfect day to discuss it. And the topic is how to live without fear. I think maybe on the surface, some of us may feel like we are already doing this, at least for the most part. And of course, many of us might feel like this is an impossible task, that we've lived in a way that is fearful for so long that we don't even believe it would be possible for us to ever change that. I think it's an interesting subject considering what's going on right now because I've been talking to a lot of people lately who say they really haven't started living again since everything happened in the world, let alone trying to live without fear. But I think if we don't start living again, and I don't mean do things that are dangerous or unsafe, I simply mean starting to move forward again and mentally feel like we are embracing life and enjoying life again. If we don't start doing these things again, it's going to be harder and harder for us to do so in the future. And I think for many people, there are new fears that we've developed over the last few years because we've been out of practice doing a lot of things that we used to be able to do with no problem. Many people say now that they are more anxious than they've ever been in social situations, not because of health concerns, but because they simply aren't used to being around people anymore. So even things that were actively part of their lives in the past now seem like things that they have to worry about or stress over. So I think we have to start there just with the realization that it's time to take our lives off of the pause button. If not externally, then at least internally. Maybe there are still restrictions where you are and that's fine, but we need to mentally be able to re-engage in life. And then moving past that, we need to start looking at why we may have been so fearful of life overall. You know, it's funny because until I was like 30 or so, I really didn't have too many fears. I was really able to embrace life fully and take chances, and I was not too hung up on the outcome, maybe even to a fault. But as I got older, it was strange. I was all of a sudden plagued by the what ifs. I found myself worried about both rational things and completely irrational things. Not all things, I would definitely pick and choose, but fear started to enter my life in a way that it simply hadn't in the past. And if I think about it now, I think a lot had to do with control. I wanted to be able to control my life in a way where it seemed to have certainty. So I think I just wanted to think of everything that could possibly go wrong so I could prepare for it, over-prepare really, and sadly, mostly for things that would never even happen. I got into the habit of, and please let me know if you can relate to this, but as soon as I woke up and I had a flutter of anxiety, I would assign some kind of reason for it. I would think of something, and again, it didn't even have to be rational, that I would convince myself was the culprit. It was the problem of the day. I would stress about this imaginary outcome and picture it over and over, and then try to figure out how I could avoid this outcome. It was exhausting, and as soon as it didn't happen, instead of just being relieved, I would simply think of another potential issue. There was 
always something that could become the target of my worry. And really, there are just several problems with this. So if you do the same, this is something that we really need to understand. The first is that if we let our peace of mind or our happiness rest entirely on a certain outcome happening or not happening, we are always going to be living in fear. There is no way to prevent every problem. There's no way to prepare for every disaster. And there is certainly no guarantee that the outcome we are hoping for is the best one or even if it's a good one. And so right there is the practical side. Worry is simply useless. I mean, it serves an evolutionary function. When there is real danger, we should be worried so we can take appropriate action. But in the here and now, most of our worries are unjustified or at least over-exaggerated. We aren't going to get eaten by a lion or run out of berries to eat in the woods. But our bodies don't know that. They are still responding to little things or even imaginary things in exactly the same way, with fear and panic. And yes, to be clear, fear is an emotion that we do need to have. There are times when fear is not only appropriate, but necessary. We don't want to throw the emotion out the window. We definitely need it, but it doesn't need to be influencing every aspect of our lives all the time. Yet, for so many of us, it does exactly that. Even when we are happy, even when we are experiencing these beautiful moments in time, somewhere in the back of our minds, there is this little voice of fear whispering all the what ifs. I used to even get suspicious or worried when things seemed to be going too well in my life. It's like I wanted to prepare myself for a big crash or for the eventual loss of everything that I was enjoying. So no matter what was happening, fear was always right there along with me. And again, it's all about control, right? We select the things that we want to stress about. I mean, nothing is certain in our life, really nothing. But yet we pick and choose some random things to be the focus of our worries when really what we perceive as negative outcomes could happen at any time. And they are usually things that we've never even thought about. So we are controlling nothing really. And that is certainly not to say that we should be worried all the time because everything has the potential for disaster. That would be a terrifying way to live. In fact, I'm suggesting the exact opposite. I'm suggesting learning to adopt a fearless approach to living, to become a warrior, to once in our life trust that no matter what happens, we will be able to handle it. Because for me at least, that's a huge part of the fear equation. It's not just fearing that this or that will or will not happen. It's not believing in myself and my ability to handle the situation or to be able to find a solution. We tend to think that we will only know what to do if something happens in one way, which is either the way it's always happened in the past or it's the way we think would incur the least amount of suffering. Because when we think about the what ifs, it doesn't stop there. It's the what ifs and then the imagining of a thousand horrible repercussions of the what ifs, all accompanied by the evaluation that we simply couldn't get through all of these terrible things. 
we catastrophize these situations and come up with these crazy stories, all of which has us as a helpless victim. In our imagination, we never just brush ourselves off and come up with a plan out of the problem. The story just stops there, where our whole world has crashed. No wonder we are afraid all the time. We are really good storytellers, and mostly we write horror stories. And again, I'm speaking from my own experience, so please know that you are not alone in this if you feel this way or if you have these very same habits. But I want you to know that we do not have to live this way. It may be all we know. It may be the habit that is most ingrained in us. It could be ingrained in every single bone in our body. But it's still possible to break out of fear and to start actually living. And think about what that would mean. It would mean that pretty much anything you want from your life is something that would now become a lot more realistic. Because if I have learned anything from working with so many people, it's that we are usually the ones that are getting in our own way in life. Yes, bad things do happen, and I am in no way trying to minimize traumatic or painful events. But believe it or not, the bad things that we imagine can sometimes cause the same amount of suffering. And again, there are certainly exceptions, but this is something that is very, very real for many of us. We've allowed fear to take over our lives. So today, I wanted to talk about how we can change that, how we can learn to be afraid of only situations that truly call for it. And even in these situations, learn to rise above that fear. How we can live with hope and optimism and a spirit of adventure. I think we have to start with the acknowledgement that this is something that we want for our lives and that we are willing to start walking on a new path. And sometimes even that can seem scary because we know through research that people often much prefer to repeat a habit or stay in a situation that is comfortable for them, even when it leads to negative consequences. The fear of the unknown really has a strong pull. So we have to first have trust that this unknown, this new way of thinking will truly benefit us and be okay with being a little bit uncomfortable as we begin to make changes in our lives and in our thought patterns. We simply have to start believing in our own power, our ability to, when necessary, figure out what to do in a situation that makes us feel uneasy. Take a moment to think about the worst moments of your life, the situations that were simply unthinkable because they were so terrible. And then take a moment and realize you are still here. No matter what awful thing that you went through, guess what? You found a way to persevere. You found a way to get through it. Maybe it took time. Maybe there was suffering involved. But here you are. You are a warrior. And there is no reason to believe that you can't get through whatever comes your way. Maybe there will be things that you wish with all your heart that you didn't have to get through. But you will get through them. 
and every moment we waste convincing ourselves that we simply wouldn't be able to pull through is denying every instance in our lives where we did find a way. We found the strength. We came up with a solution. We changed directions. We started a new career or a new relationship. Even when it was hard, we got through it, and we will get through any new experience. And really trying to mentally prepare ourselves by imagining every possible terrible scenario is just making us tired. Yes, if there are legitimate concerns that deserve careful thought and planning, then we need to take the time to do so. But that is different than paralyzing ourselves with fear and refusing to go forward. Know your own power, I promise you. You are one million times stronger than you are giving yourself credit for. But we also need to take the time to go through all our pre-existing ideas and thought patterns that really aren't serving us. And many times, these are things that we were taught. Maybe we got taught to fear people or situations, or we were taught that it isn't nice to establish boundaries or speak our mind. There are so many ideas and patterns that get set in our minds as children that we never look at again and evaluate. So if this is something that we haven't done in a while, we need to take time to reflect on these things. Are there thoughts and ideas that we are clinging to that clearly don't serve us? We need to figure that out. I think if there is one gift that we can really give ourselves, it's the gift of self-awareness. We need to know ourselves and our own psychology. It's really actually a very fascinating process. When we understand ourselves, our behavior makes perfect sense. We can say to ourselves, oh yeah, that's why I always do this, or this is where this belief came from. I think, unfortunately, we make ourselves so busy all the time that we don't give ourselves this time to reflect. So if this is something that's true for you, I definitely suggest making it a priority. Find time daily to sit alone with your thoughts. Maybe for you this means meditation or writing in a journal or just going for a walk in the morning with your phone on silent. Make it a priority to spend time with yourself and to get to know yourself. When you uncover all the negative programming in your mind or really discover why your fears are there, it's a revelation because from there, the healing can begin. From there, we can start reprogramming our minds to think positively, to question our negative beliefs and thoughts because for most of us, they are automatic. And I know I say this in almost every single podcast, but I definitely suggest the use of cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, this is something that you can do alone as a self-therapy once you learn how to do it, or certainly something that you can practice with a licensed mental health professional. But it's really just a method of learning how to question our automatic and irrational thoughts and behavior and then really transform them into something that is more rational and constructive and positive. And this is something if you want to learn more about, I have a full video about on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. If you are listening to this podcast through YouTube, I will go ahead and put a link in the description box below so you have this resource. And if you are listening on any other platform, simply type into YouTube, Nina Levon, and Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, and it will come right up for you. 
But this is something that can truly be invaluable because when we are in the habit of thinking negative, fearful thoughts, we don't even think usually to question these thoughts. We believe them to be real because they feel real to us. So if we can have the skill of learning how to stop and question these thoughts and evaluate them and realize that they're not only not serving us, but they really aren't based in reality most of the time. Just think how different your life would be if you had a voice in your head that was positive instead of negative, that was uplifting you instead of trying to scare you all the time. This is something that cognitive behavioral therapy can absolutely help us with. And it's important to look carefully at these things that we are afraid of and determine if they are rational or not. We also have to remember that our past experiences really impact how we see things in the present. When we can get to the bottom of all this, we can often realize that we are spending an awful lot of time worrying about things that have a relatively low risk attached to them. And again, think about how nice it would be to free ourselves from all of that. We simply cannot keep sweating over all the small stuff. We have to start really discerning which things are worthy of our time and attention. Because those things are both currency. They are finite. We can't put all our time and energy into worrying about everything and then think that we're going to have time and energy left over to devote to our loved ones or the positive aspects of our lives. When we are depleted, we are depleted. It doesn't matter what drains us. If we are drained, we are drained. Another thing that can be helpful is to realize that there is always something that we can do about any situation. Let's say something really didn't happen the way that we wanted it to happen. What do we do then? Well, we can either take a step forward and figure out even the tiniest thing that we can do to improve the situation, or we can realize that we can change our perspective. There is no rule that we have to react a certain way or even have a big reaction. We can respond with some type of action that might improve the situation. And if that can't be done, we can respond by helping ourselves out emotionally and mentally, by taking a shift in our thinking that moves us away from panic and towards acceptance. The more we resist a situation, the longer it makes us suffer. So we can accept that something has happened and from there decide what would either make us feel better or what might help solve the problem. When we get stuck, the suffering continues to grow. When we allow ourselves to be proactive, even in the smallest way, we realize how much control we really do have, not necessarily over the experience, but in how we perceive it and how we decide to respond to it. And another thing to consider is our surroundings. Are we in an environment that actually encourages fear? Are we always around other people who catastrophize situations and add to our worries? Are we constantly turning on the news and always discussing depressing situations that fill us with fear or anger or anxiety? These are also things that we can control by limiting our time around these situations or these people that are contributing to anxiety and fear. And one of the biggest things that has helped me personally is to learn to create balance in life. 
make a commitment to engage in activities that truly make you feel happy or are a very welcome distraction sometimes. For me, that means being creative by creating music or art. I play guitar and I have a promise to myself that I will spend time every single day either writing music or practicing a new song. It instantly gets me in a flow state where the last thing I'm thinking about are my fears. I am enjoying the moment and changing my focus and my energy when I'm doing this. This simple act profoundly influences my life attitude. So this is something that I strongly suggest. And of course, it doesn't have to be guitar for you. It can be whatever makes your heart sing, whatever gives you joy, whatever gives you passion for life. We need to find these things and reincorporate them into our life. Spend time doing the things that remind you that life isn't this scary, terrible place. It only seems that way when the only reality we are allowing ourselves to experience are all these negative thoughts. It's time to find the happy things in your life. Plan vacations, go for a drive, take a walk on the beach, write a novel, go to a yoga class, call a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Do things that fill your heart and keep you interested and inspired by life. You can learn to get comfortable with fear when there is balance in your life. You can look at a situation and notice that it does make you uneasy, but yet still be able to move towards it and address it. The funny thing is that when we have this attitude, our world really starts to expand because we become more courageous. We can try new things. We can step out of our comfort zone. Fears really do pass unless we are bowing down to them. So it all comes down to breaking this habit. Remember, fear attracts fear. When we start considering the positive and allowing the positive, hopeful thoughts start to get as much airtime as the negative. So our life starts to become a lot less scary. Our world really is defined by our focus. Of course, when we are focusing on negative things, our whole world becomes negative. We become negative. People don't want to even spend time with us anymore because we are just simply consumed by this. So find the good. And if it's not there, start bringing it in. Celebrate the good. Bring your attention to all the wonder in the world and all the amazing possibilities that are out there. Don't cut off your joy by jumping to the worst possible conclusions all the time. Step into your power and take control of your life. When we begin to adopt this attitude, we begin to create the life that we really want because fear, fear is a dream crusher. Think about all the things that you would do if fear didn't talk you out of them all the time. Your dreams become possibilities when you make the decision not to allow fear to control your precious life one more day. You absolutely have the power to navigate through any obstacle that ever comes in your way. You have done so brilliantly since the day you were born and you will continue to do so. And I know that might be hard to hear because I think we think of our past and we we think of it as a series of huge mistakes a lot of times, but that is not the case. We are always doing the best we can with what we have at the moment. 
you are a success story. If you are here, you are a success story because life is challenging and you are still standing and you and only you get to decide how much of your life is going to be given away to fear. And remember, if you feel like this transformation is not something that you can do alone, you can always seek out the support of a mental health professional to help you on this journey. But make no mistake, this is a journey that you can 100% successfully take. And I wish you so much luck and love in this process. So that is where I'm going to leave it at today. As always, I truly hope you found the podcast to be helpful and insightful. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and definitely keep continuing to send in your topic requests and your questions. I will get to them all eventually, I promise. You can reach me by email at nina.lavon at gmail.com and that is spelled n-e-n-a dot l-a-v-o-n-n-e at gmail and you can also reach me on twitter and my twitter handle is at nina levon so as always it's been a pleasure speaking with you and i look forward to the next time have an amazing day guys take care